Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the stock market news with a long-term fundamental twist. In this news, we don't talk about what happened today. We talk about the core changes, structural changes that will affect your investing over the long term. Of course, what's happening now, we have COVID, but then other structural changes are stimulus. There is now have been a research about population forecasts, very interesting. And that's something we are going to summarize in what's going on. And something to be very careful, we're going to end with one bankruptcy example that shows you what you have to think about when it comes to long-term investing. Let's start. So I think it was Warren Buffett somewhere in March, April discussing COVID and he said it's just an interruption like the Second World War was Korea, Vietnam, other things that happened, the 2009 crisis, that we as humans will prevail and will continue to go on. How long it will last, nobody knows, but that's the most important message here. We don't know, okay, perhaps there will be a second wave coming now, there is a second wave coming around the world, so we'll see how that works out, but at the end, it is most likely it will be just an interruption. We don't know how long it will last, that's definitely, but we see things recovering a little bit over the last few months. And then some things are going to change, some not, but that's something we will discuss. And we'll discuss the most important things that are changing, no matter this COVID interruption. What was very interesting, automotive sales in Canada, and that I found this reading the news, Wall Street Journal, and... uh, Automotive sales really rebounded above previous levels, so things were good there. Also, prices have returned to almost what they were prior to the crisis. So you see that there is hope for a rebound, and many thought here that the world is going to end or never be the same as it was, but you see that it will be and it will be a better place. And if you're an investor, that's the first thing you have to believe, that the world will be a better place. Further, existing home sales in the United States, we see here above the 2014 level for the month of June, not yet to 2017, 18, 16, but really, really rebounding, which means lower interest rates create stimulus that leads to home sales, so life goes on, and this will likely be called an interruption. We don't know how long it will last, that's definitely, but an interruption, it is likely that it will be, said Yogi Berra or the master or whoever. The reason for that stimulus, for that rebound in car sales, home sales, etc., we see very interest rates as the culprit there. Here you have an inverted interest rate rate. So here you to borrow, you had to pay 4.7. That was what June 19, 4.7 for a 30-year mortgage fixed rate. Now you are at 3% in the United States, 2%, 1% in the Netherlands. So that is the stimulus coming and trying to 
ease the crash, ease the difficulties, but that's not all the stimulus that's coming. That's much more out there. We'll discuss it in a second. Printing money, European Central Bank has been printing money. The Italian 30-year government bond really rebounded. The interest rate is down below 2% now again and reaching again the lows that it has seen over the last 12 months. When things look good, then interest rates go down. Why are interest rates going down? Because this is the stimulus that has been pumped into the European economy through money printing to governments, etc., etc. And you can see here really huge impacts of new money coming in, really pushing the liquidity, which means that this is a structural change that we have to learn to live with now. The structural change that we have to learn to live by is stimulus, is endless amounts of money coming into the system. So those worried about debt, government debt levels, etc., etc., we have found the solution. Okay, we'll print as much money as we can as there is no inflation. They print money, everybody has enough money, competition is very high, prices go down, technological improvements allow for that. And as long as they can print money without creating inflation, well, that is the solution. If there is inflation, well, that will again be the solution to debt issues. The only problem would be hyperinflation, higher inflation rates, but inflation, as Buffett says, is man-made, so they will try to control that, and for now, they are doing a good job. So the first structural change that we have already started seeing over the last 10 years is money is printed and solves problems. So that's one change that we have to get used to, which means over the long term, the value of money is going down and that's something we have to accept. And that's something also we have to think about when it comes to valuing things. We don't know what will the future be like. Will it be like in the past? Will we see higher interest rates? Will there be more value to money? or not. So also the key here is now to know that if there is more trouble down the road, the Fed, central banks, governments will print, print, print to solve these kinds of issues. So there will be other issues that will plague us in the future because that's what life is, issue, solving issue by issue by issue, and then you get a great life. Similarly here, solving issue by issue, you get to a great economy, better economy, financials, etc. But that's the core that we have to understand. COVID, six months, 12 months, 24 months, okay. Stimulus is something that we have entered monetary policy free, helicopter money. So that's the card they will be playing on because it's the less painful card out there. And until it works, well, just go for it. That's one. This is just the recent EU program with a lot of grants to governments, some loans, but really, really a lot of money that will be pushed into the system, mostly to those countries that have been hit the hardest with COVID. Also something very interesting, as inflation started, or better to say money printing started in the Western world, Many are flying to the security safety of the Swiss franc and the Swiss are simply printing money to cater to the demand 
buying bonds, buying stocks and getting richer. So also a very interesting strategy from those that don't have similar problems. They have opposite problems. But okay, they are taking advantage of it. So you see how on one side it's like this, on the other side is another story. Very interesting. Now, something very interesting, the Lancet Foundation made a report with projected figures population by 2100. Of course, fertility rate, so less kids are being born. Look at this, look at the fertility rate up to the 1990s, which was the highest period with highest GDP growth. As the fertility rate already declined, we have seen very slow GDP growth rates in developed worlds. And as that goes forward, this might be the surprise there that nobody's thinking about because who is going to think 20, 30 years ahead? But that's something you might start thinking about where you buy your real estate, etc., etc. Population, very, very old population in China, half of the population by 1,100. India, also less population. Nigeria, booming population. USA, stable population thanks to immigration. Also some countries in Europe, stable population, but mostly will lose half of their population, which is very, very interesting to watch and to see how that will develop over the next 30, 40, 50 years. If you look at the net reproduction rate, when it falls before the below the replacement level. It already happened in all of Europe. So uh, Russia, China, Australia before the 2000s, especially with the one-child policy in China, 2000 to 2009 in the US. Af Africa will still come there. India will come there in the 2020s. So very interesting how the population will evolve and how there will be actually less people in 2100. These are projections, we'll see what happens. But interesting to think about and another structural input when it comes to investing. However, up to 2050, 2050, there will be the peak of population 2060. So we still have 40 years of global population growth before the decline. But something very interesting to think about. And then we also have higher middle class here, development, technology, and everything that should still give us 20, 30 years like were those years 50, 40 years ago since Buffett started investing. So same strategies there. After that, things might change or we might see them that change earlier or later, but we also already have to start thinking about these kind of things. Okay, population, most in Africa, Western Europe will decline, etc. So you might want to see this. You can always pause the video if there is something interesting on a chart. So here are the population shifts projected. So if you find your country, you can see it here also. Here is GDP. How will GDP per country be over time? USA will again catch, will be surpassed by China, but then due to the population issue, China will fall down to number two. India will increase to number three. All these rich countries will remain at their levels. Nigeria will come. A lot of the emerging markets will grow and some countries will fall 
drastically like Spain or Italy because of population issues and 50% population declines. Very long term, but very interesting to see where are we going and how will things look like in the future. Likely. Then 10-year projections, but it's always good to keep in mind the long-term trend. Now, I want to finish with something. California Resources Corporation, we discussed it in some video, don't remember which one, but the story was, it was a bet that oil prices reach 60 to break even 80 to really make a lot of money. That didn't happen, and now they are filing Chapter 11, so they are going bankrupt. A lot of money will be lost, blah, 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 the stock price went down significantly. But when investing, COVID interruption, we don't know how long it will last. Will it last another two months or another two years? And therefore, you have to see, okay, when I'm investing, am I making a bet? Am I making a bet that okay, COVID, COVID will pass in six months and then business will be as usual, the company will make so much money? Or am I investing? No matter when, whether it happens in six months, in two years, in five years, I'll be okay because I'm buying great assets that can't fail. If California Resources had the production cost of not 60 break-even cost, but 20 or 15 or 10, then it wouldn't matter when COVID passes. They would just make less money now, more money later. This was a bet and therefore it was not really an investment. And that's something also you have to think about. So to conclude, COVID is an interruption. We don't know how long it will last. The most important thing that we have learned this year is there is money, plenty of money can be printed and there will be huge amounts of stimulus. Money is losing value. That's something that we have to implement in our investment. It's not reflected into the inflation because of technology, lower prices, etc, etc. But it is there, so something to think long term. Population issues will start emerging over the next 10, 20, 30 years. Also something to think about where am I buying my real estate? Nobody's thinking about that now, but over the long term it will be very, very interesting to watch how will that develop and as we are long-term investors we might already start thinking about that now and then to finish in these uncertain times it's up to you whether you will make bets or not thanks to the stimulus the crash it's unlikely there will be a crash but that's what investing is about and even if there is a crash if you buy good businesses then it's cheaper it becomes a better opportunity Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you and I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.